to like. I feel like I am my number one marketing tool in my business. And I feel like a lot of people support my brand mm -hmm. because of me, because yes. of Luna. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, I have to show them that behind Gabriela Luna, there is a regular girl wakes up every day, goes to work, figures it out, whether she doesn't know how to do it, but she's going to figure it out. Mm -hmm. She's still going to live her, live her life. She's, gonna, she's still going to go to that party. She's going to wake up early the next day and go to work. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to be there for my family. It's just like, that's what I want to show. Oh my gracious. Even back in high school, Jennifer inspired more than I couldn't stop thinking about it. I'm like, no, this is the show I want to bring back. Right. And then last year, Hispanic Heritage Month, September 15th, we launched. So we're gonna and make a year. Been, it's been nonstop. Yeah, I love that. I've so been, I've been following two. you for like five months, and I was like, wow. And then I had um, what's her name come in, and I made her a piece. We were talking about her on the Ooh. phone. Chachi? No, Jahida. Jahida. Uh -huh. And she was like, I know her. Yeah. I know her, and I'm like, oh my god, I would love if I, she invited me over. And boom. That's so funny. Here we are. Manifestation. I hope we're ro we're rolling, right? You're getting <laughs> I this. I love this. Okay, I'm like, I hope we're rolling. Yeah, this. no, and I, and it was just like, I cannot believe. I, I mean, I, I followed the page. I love the content, and then you reached out. I was like, look yeah. at God, manifestation. I love that. So, so. I, so because we, we had a conversation mm -hmm. offline, and. Jahida was the first person. It was Jahida and Chachi. Mm -hmm. They were like, you got to get Luna. You got to get Luna. You got to get Luna. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. Um, but I remember you designed something for Chachi. And Chachi, mm -hmm. which shout out to Chachi, because she always tags. Yeah. I and love I her. love people mm -hmm. that will give you the props. Yeah, that, you know, because it's a, it, it, collectively we are, we're all putting in the work. Exactly. You know, and it's like, it, it's just, it's it's such a big platform out there. It's just so good to help. Mm -hmm. And and, rec and the recognition, like you said, you know. Yeah. So always from the day one, I remember the first time I worked with Chachi, it was a, uh, a for a video that she was shooting. And the video was at the, at Arca, which is that, mm. it was a club lounge, yeah. Arca. And I was so nervous when I when I met her, and she. But right away, the minute I met her, it was just instantly like it felt like home. Like she was very very sweet. So um, since then, and we're talking about like that's 2018. Mm. So we've been working for for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. Together. Most of your clients. Oh. They, like you have like once you get them. Oh yeah, no. That's one thing. They're loyal. My clients are my clientele is returning clients. Mm -hmm. I'll go through all the milestones with them. It'll be a prom girl. Then she comes back and her oh. 21st birthday. Oh, so you're growing with them. Yeah, no. Uh, oh. Prom then comes back for 21st birthday, comes back pregnant, and we're now doing maternity gown. Oh my God. Her baby's first dress, you know, uh, if it's a girl, you know, like the, the baby for el primer so año. Yeah. Um, or, uh, or if they, she gets married. So mm -hmm. I am all down the milestones, you know, like, and, and and it's always like that. I have 
clients that or recommend and they'll bring their entire family over and it's always like I love them so you go through the whole journey (laughs) with them and now we're gonna go through this journey with you yeah Gabriela Luna I'm growing up Latina yo this was really manifested by the way it was it was because I saw the follow and I was like ooh, I said I'm gonna follow back and then mm-hmm. I slit, even though your page says no DMs, I'm like, I'm not listening <laughs> to that. I'm DMing her. I DM'd you. Absolutely. I emailed you. Yeah. I'm like, hello, I need you on the show. Yeah. I need you on the show. So thank you so much. No, thank you for having for me. For coming on. Like I said, it, it was it was all manifestation because I, I, I low-key wanted to be sitting yes. here today. <laughs> and you said this I, is your first podcast interview. First. Yeah. You're popping hello. the cherry. Cheers <laughs> to that. Salud. Salud. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no. Mm. So first, first podcast interview. Yeah. How do you feel? Uh, do not tell me nervous. I don't want to hear it. No, no. No, it's, but seriously, it's, how do you feel? It's going away. I'm excited. Okay. Um, I can't wait for the questions. <laughs> can't wait for the answers, too. All right. <laughs> What's going to come out of my mouth? Um, but I'm, I'm very excited. And I am supporting all that you are providing and giving out there to this platform. So I love that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. By the way, I'm living for the fashion. Thank you. We got on the phone and I said, give fashion. I said, I'm not even worried about you. I don't even know why I'm telling her this because you always give fashion. So this, what I'm wearing today is my Aria's corset. These are the croc corsets that have gone viral. Oh my God. Um, I've sold over 300 of in counting, you know, and this is, I, what I did is that I remixed this corset and I added this chiffon sleeve. To give it a little bit more drama. Yes. Because we got to be extra. Latinas are extra. Hello. So, yeah, we made this um, yesterday. What? Yeah. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, because I was like, I got to give a look. (laughs) I got to give looks. Oh, So, yeah, this was made yesterday. The idea came up um, yesterday. So, yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about how you got started. Let's start there. What was Young Gabby like? Uh, Young Gabby... Siempre metí en todo. <laughs> Siempre. I've always, my mom, my parents, uh, growing up, you know, my parents raised me to be very outspoken. Um, not to, you know, fear anything, you know, speak my mind. Mm-hmm. So growing up, I was the young kid that would come into a room. I would greet you properly. Mm-hmm. My mom taught me, se dice hola, whether you handshake, abrazo, beso. Okay. And... Um, and set this, y te sienta ahí. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y no te exactly. mueva. Yeah. You know, and, and I was, it was always like that. So as, as I grow older, you know, like, and, I, and I'm becoming an adult now, like, that's why I get the, oh, when you walk into a room, you fill in that room. Because mm. that's how my parents raised me. My mom was very much like, siempre se saluda, siempre esto. You know, growing up with her as well, um, she's a seamstress. So this comes from grandma. My grandmother wow. taught my mother. My mother taught me. So it's a generation, you know, three That's, generations later. Yeah. Wow. So you would actually sit with her and like. So I grew up with this. a sewing machine, sewing room always in in, in our apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, my my mom learned how to sew. Funny story, mm-hmm. because my grandmother was the seamstress of our town in DR. Nice. And every school year, um, my mom didn't have her uniform done. <laughs> Because my mom, my grandmother was so busy sewing yeah. for everyone else that she, she didn't would, have the time. she didn't have the time to sew. My mom was like, "No, I'm tired, and I'm gonna learn how to sew." My mom learned how to sew when she was nine years old. Wow! And so wow. 
I grew up in the environment. I would go to work with my mom. With my mom, I would she would take me to work on weekends. Mm -hmm. um, she worked for this uh, Japanese designer, and I remember my childhood memories as just me sleeping on the pile of fabrics or oh learning God. how to draw. You know, um, while my mom was working, the uh, her boss would take me into a little room and like teach me how to make like the Hello Kitty um, character yeah, and yeah. all that. So I, it's been around, it's been, I've been living this my entire life. You know, I've been in the I business since I was a kid. Now, mm -hmm. do you have brothers and sisters? What does that dynamic look like for you? Um, I do. I have okay. two brothers and two sisters, but they are much older than me. It's, there's a huge uh, age gap. Um, mm -hmm. When I was born, my brother, my oldest brother, he was 20. Mm -hmm. So it was 20. 19, 17, 15 years old. Okay. So my parents had me 15 years later. And, and so growing up with them, I, f if I felt like an only child because of the age difference. Of the, yeah, yeah, no, I grew up with my nieces and nephew. I have right. 100 nieces. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. I have uh, 18 nieces and nephew. What? I know. I know. What? And I'm only f I have one niece that I'm only a year older. And uh, and then the and then there's they have three nieces that I'm only four years older than them. So growing mm -hmm. up with them, they were like my cousins. Okay, I'm like the cool. I'm the I'm the cool. Right. I'm the cool young aunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't call me Tia because it it was it felt like they were my cousins growing up. You know, so yeah. growing up with my brothers and sisters, it felt more like a a parent figure for mm -hmm. with them. And now is that I can actually have conversations with them. And I think now is that they take me a little bit more serious. Yeah. Because you're a la bebe. So yeah. they don't, it was like, you know, I, my brother would take me to um, his house with his wife on the weekends. And, nice. you know, like that, that's how it was. Like I was like their child growing up. What mm -hmm. are some of the memories that you can remember from the sala? What are the sala memories oh, like? the sala vibes. Yeah. It's, it's always a sala vibe it's with Latinos. Yeah. Um, my living room. I can picture, I remember my father, uh, my father, uh, every Saturday, he, it was his day to like unwind. So, su traguito, mm -hmm. se sentaba al lado de la ventana, um, and, uh, oh, he loves his bachatas, Raulín, <laughs> Anthony Santo. Yes. Yeah, no, and, and then I also, I remember my nieces and nephew running around down the hallway, you know, those long hallways. Mm -hmm. in our uh, pre, you know, pre-war style apartment. Yeah. And it was like that every single Saturday. My entire family would come over. And it's just my dad. I, I picture him, like, dancing, separa, baila. Mm -hmm. And he's very expressive when he drinks. He's, he'll, he'll, he'll tell me, yo te adoro. Aww. Tu eres el amor de mi vida. Like, and I, growing up, I, 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 I heard that all, the, all my life, you know, from my father. My father has always been very expressive with me on how much he loves me. I love him. So you was a daddy's girl. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah. Of course. And then your mom was. She <laughs> I have like a great the, relationship with my parents. Yeah. yeah. Was your mom like who was the stronger? My mother. Your mom. She was strict. Uh, no, strict. No, but she is. She was. She's the breadwinner there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was the one that had everything under control. But my parents, for uh, considering their age mm -hmm. at the time they had me, mm -hmm. I like to say they were old. Old parents with young, like with modern mentality. Mm. So they were very understanding, being that, you know, like they, my mom had me when she was 38. 
Mm-hmm. So um, growing up, it, it it was always like it felt like when I when she would take me to school, it, it felt that she was like grandma. She gave grandma vibes. Really? <laughs> yeah. And my so and my friends would be like, "Is that your grandma?" And I'd be like, "No, that's my mom." Oh because my god. Because yeah. ma, ma, sabe. Yeah. But no, yeah, no. They 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 were pretty cool. That's they so interesting. Have, I had house party ones in my house. Yeah. Yeah, like they were super cool. They bought the pizza. They would chill in the living room. <laughs> I mean, the kitchen. So you were allowed to have your friends over. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. I wish I'd have grew up in your household. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you need balance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's the problem. Like they were, we had rules mm-hmm. and there were certain things that I needed to follow. I remember when they first got me my, uh, a phone, I had a Nextel and Uh-oh. they bought me that A60 with the little button on yeah, the side yeah. and the, the first the, Nextel with the camera. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was, wow. <laughs> so that first phone, the right away conditions were you pick up that phone call I don't care how many times I'm calling you, you're going to pick up the phone. That's right. And I didn't want to lose my privileges of being out or having a good time or staying out late. So if I had to pick up that phone 12 times, then 12 times I would step it. out or step to the side yeah. and answer the phone. And that, that's why I felt like we had that confianza, mm-hmm. a lot of trust. My mom used to talk to me like a like una adulta. Yeah. He, and when I first wanted my, and I wanted to have a boyfriend, same thing. Really? I sat down and I was like, Ma, I like a boy and I I love that. I want I think that's my boyfriend. And she was like, Okay, bring him over. I love that. Brought him over on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to the sala. Yeah, to the sala. <laughs> to the my sala. dad was drinking. My, my and because my dad is very uh reserved. You're right. He's a Virgo. Okay. Very quiet. Uh-huh. Pero cuando bebe. Ooh. Like a whole different side. Yeah, happy, and hugging everybody. So I was like, no. I was like, no, you got to come on a Saturday. That's mm-hmm. when I got to bring you to the yeah. house on a Saturday because that's when I'm going to get it. It's going to be right. right. And that's funny. To, it's so funny because my parents were cool about me having a boyfriend. I was 16 mm-hmm. and my brothers were freaking out. Really? They were so mad. I remember one of them went inside the room and called the other and it was like, can you believe que Gabriela tiene un novio? Oh my God. <laughs> and I was, I heard him on the other side oh of the door. Oh my God. Yeah. That's yeah, no, so funny. It was pretty cool. Now, where, where did you grow up? I grew up in Washington Heights. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, were you born here was, in New York? Yes. I was okay. born in New York, born and raised in Washington Heights. Um, parents are both Dominican? Both my parents are Dominican. Um, my mom uh, came first to the country. And then she brought uh, my, my siblings and my father and, you yeah. So for work, what would your mom and dad do? So my mom, she, like I mentioned, she was a seamstress her whole mm-hmm. life. So she worked for different companies, um, worked for a company called Maggie London, which is where Oscar de la Rena would take all his patterns for all his collections would be made. Love that. And then my dad, um, he's, a, he's self-employed. So my dad... Uh, does like uh trips to the airport like he has his own like uh catering service where like mm-hmm. he'll like uh move you out of like a moving company or if you have to make that. a trip to the airport etc mm-hmm. yep so you come from that already entrepreneurial yeah. space so you've seen it you've seen I, yeah the... with okay. no guidelines though because okay. i had you know this is all improvised you know i had to learn how to manage my business and you know because we don't have that no, we growing don't. up, we don't, no, we don't. You don't we get don't. the blueprint on, on how to become an entrepreneur, you know, or 
the fact that my mother, you know, it's she's so talented. My mom didn't even go to school for this. Mm -hmm. She was a natural born talent. When she would work in, at all these companies, they would tell her like, my God, like you are so good. Yeah. But there was one problem, the language barrier. Mm. And I feel like that's what didn't help her grow to the point where opening up a business, you know, and, and just opening up other doors that maybe could have helped me. Right. 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 But I'm doing that for her now, you know, like I'm helping her. I'm, mm. I'm continuing that talent and the legacy, you know, like of what it was, what it's like to be born in the industry. Now, from the moment that you first started doing this mm -hmm. to then saying to yourself, I'm going to make this a business. You know, because first it's a hobby. It's like, oh, I kind of mm -hmm. like this. Oh, I like this. Oh, right. I'm really good at it. Right. And then it's like, let me make this a business. What was that journey for you? So I went to fashion school. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I, I have the background of like, you know, studying fashion, but also my mother. But it all started. I always, always, all my life, I've always done my own clothing. Like I would go. Even play. in school? Well, yeah, in school yeah. we were learning how to sew. No, but even before you went to fashion school, you were just oh, like... Oh, little, a, a child? Yeah, no, I was the best dress at the kids' parties. My mom <laughs> would go ham on me. Yeah. Big gowns with hats and all that. So it was like that growing up. Yeah. I was really her little doll. So oh. when I went to fashion school and I graduated, I, mm -hmm. first of all, I had no money. I'm 18, 19. Right. I cannot afford. I remember back then the store that I always loved shopping was Nasty Gal. Love nasty. What? Girl. I love that. That yeah. was before Fashion Nova existed. Pretty little thing. Like, it was that and Joyce Leslie. Yeah. I, I love Joyce so Leslie. So yeah. I couldn't afford the dresses mm -hmm. on the website. So I would remix and get inspired off ah, the styles okay. and make have my mom help me make the dress. Okay. And then I'll go out. Whether it was a party, a gathering at someone's friend at someone's house or mm -hmm. out and I would get um and people would notice. So they would ask me oh my God, what are you, who made this? Where did you buy this? Yeah. And I would say, my mom made it. And so in 2012, mm -hmm. that's when it started. My business started in 2012. And um, I just started making clothing for all the girls that worked in the nightlife mm -hmm. and making and, or going out and wearing my own things. And that's how it started 12, 12 years ago, about to be 12 years ago. About to be 12 years mm -hmm. ago. So when you started, what were some of the, I guess, because we all go through challenges now when we're entrepreneurs. So what mm -hmm. were some of the mistakes that you made in the very beginning? Um, Not understanding my fabrics. Mm. So um, trying to also, uh, not understanding the fabric in the sense like certain designs are for certain fabrics, like, certain, you know, so that it can fit and 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 the construction of the design can look good, you know, the craftsmanship. Right. So that was one thing that I had to learn. Okay. How to um, how to fit it the way that it now fits on the clients. Time management. That's a big one. Oh, talk oh. about that. That's a that's a really time management. Big one. Being on time. Mm -hmm. it, it, it didn't it didn't feel good having your the client sitting there the day of her birthday waiting waiting for her dress. Yeah, no, yeah. like I was, I had to learn how to, you know, manage my timing. And again, that with that comes um, discipline and also building the team because it was just my mother and I making these dresses. We would be overworked. You know, mm -hmm. we were over, over overworking ourselves and um, and we wouldn't meet deadlines. But we fixed that. Right. Because down the line, you know, I built a team in order for you to grow. You cannot be a one man show. 
That's right. And you don't grow that way. You have to hand in, hand out responsibilities and different. And each of the team uh, members that you you know gather up for this for this for it to grow and and yeah, and you, you know, scale your business and be successful, yeah. they each have to have a task, a responsibility, and then that's what I have now. Thanks to that team that I built, now we can meet deadlines and things can just flow how they're supposed to. Yeah. So that everyone is happy, so that the client can get the best experience possible. Because that's what, what I want. I mean, we all. I mean, it's the the monet the, the monetary part of it. It's great. Right. But it's that. It's that text message that I get when the client is like, "I love my dress," mm -hmm. or "Thank you so much. I felt so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I feel so beautiful." That is re rewarding to me, and that's what matters. Yeah. You know, from the moment you walk into my showroom, fitting, a client comes in three times which is the consultation, their mm -hmm. first fitting, and for their pickup. And all three visits, I want them to be perfect for her and for myself, because you learn that way. You know? mm -hmm. What are some of the qualifications, would you say, in building the team? Like, what are the qualifications that you look for to build this team? Because I feel like building a team is one of the hardest things mm -hmm. to do in business. Yeah, you're scared, you're handing in, you, you know, you, you're, it's your baby. So you're that's how I feel. I'm like, mm, yeah. And then you always feel like this. you do it the best. That's you know, right. no one's going to do it like you do. But you have to teach them. Yeah. And so I look for um, team team players. Mm -hmm. I need everyone to get along and to be able to work in a group. Because remember, these girl, uh, my seamstresses are in the sewing room. Nine to five. It's about eight hours sewing, yeah. Yeah. you know, so it's like I want them to get along. I, first of all, you know, uh, experience, mm -hmm. um, be, know how to do pattern, cut and sew. Mm -hmm. So that's three different departments when creating a dress. Mm -hmm. You first make a pattern of the design mm -hmm. according, you know, with the measurements, the client's measurements. Then you cut that pattern into the fabric, which okay. is the fabric that we're going to use for the dress. Mm -hmm. And then you sew. I have all four of my seamstresses doing that at the same time themselves yeah i don't have a pattern maker they all get they all whatever dress that they're making at the moment so they, they like all come together they are doing that right step by step all in one and i you know it's like oh i love them they're <laughs> so, so much good. yeah how yeah. how big is your team like what does your team I consist have, of right now um six employees mm -hmm. love it so all okay. six seamstresses are making a dress we each seamstress makes a dress a day. So we're pushing about 25 to 30 dresses a week. Gee. Yeah. I mean, she... I love that. <laughs> so if I if I were to go into your showroom, mm -hmm. right, I'm your client and I'm like, okay, I really want, what do I do? Should I show you the dress I want? So a lot of the do times, you, yeah, they do. You do. Give, do you tell me, hey, this will fit for your body? Like, how does that work? So a lot, remember, my brand is a custom atelier. So it's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, dresses made to your body measurements and mm -hmm. uh, we're bringing ideas to life, you know, like whatever it is that you want to recreate. So a lot of the times, yes, my clients do come in with inspo photos. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them, <laughs> yeah. So all over the place, but the goal is to just put it all together. Mm -hmm. And I, I sit there. You get a, it's a thirty-minute consultation, and we put it all together. And according to the designs, I'll ask you, what do you like on this dress, on the other, and then we just all put it together. Mm -hmm. 
And um, and then uh, my showroom is inside of a fabric store, fabric yeah, house. Fabric house. Yeah. And um, which Ali, he's he's someone that I consider a mentor, but more like someone that ha has never stopped believing in me. So once we, which we could talk about that in a few, mm -hmm. but um, uh, when the client is done with uh, the consultation, we then go downstairs and check out the fabrics because I'm right in the garment district. So, so you take them. Um, right, they get to fabric shops. So it's a one-stop shop, yeah. That's dope. Mm -hmm. Okay, but I do feel like you have very signature pieces that. Oh yeah. Is, like I can I can see something and say okay Luna did that like I I can see that. Yeah, I have I feel like I have the signature touch. It's yeah, you do. The um, the snatch waist snatching. <laughs> we love that. We the need way, that. I know yes. how I know because I know how my girls want to look. Mm -hmm. But we're we're very much into the uh, details. We love an embellished piece. Um, all my dresses are very highly detailed, and uh, and I feel like that's when the client knows, like, yeah, Luna made that. Yeah, you can tell the craftsmanship sure. on the dress. It's what d defines, and it, you can see it on. And my brand is on there. So and the corsets too. These corsets, yeah, uh, I love those corsets. Everyone can tell, and I I'm so and I freaking love them. And I remember when this fabric first came to the store, I I already knew what I wanted to do with that fabric. Really? Yeah, and I was like, I'm gonna make corsets with that fabric, and I never thought ever that this was they were gonna go viral like that. Yeah. Who was your first customer? Like like your first paying customer? Do you remember that yeah. person? My cousins. Really? Mm -hmm. And I was just about to ask. I was it family. Because I always feel like family is kind of the last to support, but in your no. situation, they were the first. Yeah, they were the first. Wow. My cousins, um, Jans and Crystal, they oh. were they were the first one. Jans um, uh, was you know working in the nightlife, and she very popular. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so she was like, um, you know, like I want you to make me this dress, and everyone was asking her, "Where did you get it? Where did you get it?" So them, them too. They they definitely have been there from, from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And now you you've expanded your brand, mm -hmm. and you've worked with so many people. Tell us who are some of your clients. Even though I know because I've already <laughs> vetted your whole brand, but tell us who some of your clients, which I think is pretty amazing. Um. So recently, I've worked with uh, Tokisha. I did mm -hmm. uh, a look for her. Um. She was uh, performing in España. Mm -hmm. Um. I also did the uh, the looks for Raúl Alejandro's um, concert. Mm -hmm. I recently worked with Jailene, and I'd actually I'm gonna tell you uh -huh. it's gonna be we were we made her the look for Premios Juventud, mm -hmm. but she couldn't attend. So yeah, we couldn't. Uh -huh. So uh, she she for. Whatever reason, you know, um, I'm sure everyone knows, but like mm -hmm. she couldn't make it to the award. So mm -hmm. that was a moment that it was like, oh, it's slipping out. But, you know, it, it she's locked in with me. So we're, right. we're working on other projects. But um, that was going to be a, like an, a, an achievement for me. Mm -hmm. um, I also have my regular, which those are the ones I love most. You know, my yeah. everyday client who uh, it's a regular working you know uh whether it's a nine to five or works in the nightlife those are the clients who have been supporting since the beginning mm -hmm. and i have those i've also worked with bernice burgos mm -hmm. um love her chachi 
Um, how do they, is this like word of mouth? Like how are they? It started word of mouth, but yeah. now, you know, they email, they reach out and, mm -hmm. um, and get in contact. Yeah. With me. Mm -hmm. Who do you want to work with that you haven't worked with already? <laughs> uh, J-Lo. Oh, wait. Oh. It's fairy godmother. <laughs> it's fairy godmother. Yes. yes. Um, J-Lo would be fire. Bad Bunny. Come but on. But I love him. Come so. on. Of course. Yeah. It's, it's people that I, and I know it's going to happen. Yeah, I feel like, what's your sign? I'm an Aries. You're my match. What are you? I'm a Sagittarius. Ah, You're my match. Oh yeah, my we're God. soulmates. I love because I'm feeling the energy and I'm yeah. like, first of all, everyone says like fire signs. They get along. I love Leo yeah. too. I, I love, love Leo. Leo season. I'm all here for yeah. it. Yeah, I love a Leo season. Yeah. yeah, I I've always heard about you that you are one the life of the party. <laughs> and I hear you're so funny. I mean, I mean, everyone tells me. <laughs> She's so funny. She's fun. You know what it is? Um, wait. Where does that come from? I think it's my father. Really? <laughs> Those Sala moments, you know, growing up and yeah. him. Para te amo ver un ching. And, you know, we'll dance and all that. You love to dance. I know. I was just, weren't you at like a party or something? I saw you, Steph Kings. What was going yeah, on? We were at my friend's birthday, okay. Leo. Okay. And we went to this spot called Papa's. It's so fun. It, it gives Mykonos, I mean, it is a Greek restaurant, but it mm -hmm. gave like Mykonos vibes, you know. It and was, I'm watching you dance and I'm like, yeah, I know. That's a vibe. Can you believe okay. I was nervous? But then it's like, I'll act like that. Yeah. That's why I'm like, how is she nervous? So I feel like, uh, Life is short, and I know as, as cliche as it sounds, I just, I just like to enjoy my moment where I'm at at the moment, you know? I love a good time, mm -hmm. and, and, and I work so hard. So yeah. I want to live my best life, you know? And, and it makes me feel good to, to, give that, to give that good time to others. Like, you know, be able to, like, my friend is out with me, and she's having a good time. I want us to have a great time, you yeah. know, together. I don't know. I, it comes. I don't know where the energy comes from. That I can't tell you. I don't is know where it I, coffee. You, you I don't drink coffee. You don't drink coffee. This is natural energy. Yeah, I don't drink coffee. Even when I'm breaking night at work, sewing, hand sewing, all these crystals. What does it for me is a good Netflix show, Love and it. I'll let it play all night. And I don't. I don't drink coffee. It comes from. I. I still get messages, my friends. Even. Um, you know, like my right hand, my she's uh, Crystal. She manages my, you know, my business and everything. And she tells me, I don't know how you do it, girl. I could never. I wake up and I go to work the next day because I have to. But I and I that. always see you like smiling. Like, do you ever have a bad day? I do. Do you ever like cry? <laughs> like, I don't. I never see you cry. I've never. No. By the way, no. Ever. <laughs> Like everything that I've heard about you is, is I, she's a good time. Because I feel she's like. She's fun. She's a girl's girl. Yeah. She chills with, like, yeah. like bad link up. She's always with the, the cuties. So right. like, are you, does anything stress you? Are you like, have you had a breakdown yeah. of any sort? And then how did you deal with it? I, um, the problem is that I feel like social media is not for that. And as I put myself out there as, and, and a lot of people, they, which is reasons why they reach out to you. It's like, she, you need, she's the life of the party. She's here, she's yeah. there. But I only want, you'll only see 
my day-to-day at work mm-hmm. or if I'm jamming to a Bad Bunny song. But I feel like my intimate moments are for my group chat, for my friends, for my family. You know, I don't think, I don't feel like it. I, I, I go out there to just give you that because it's just not the way that I am. Right. So I do have a lot of breakdowns. Yeah. I mean, I have days that I am, I'm not, I'm not okay. Yeah. But then again, I remember I only have about 24, 48 hours to regroup because I have a business to take care of. I have, you know, my team is waiting for me to operate, you know? Yeah. But I do have breakdowns and I, and I had a very, very, very big loss, you know, in my life. And yeah. I break down sometimes and I cry and I, and I, and then I remember that, you know, he was also the life of the party. Mm-hmm. So... I go through it, but I have a very strong foundation. My friends, my family, and those who I, those are the people that I go to when I, I'm going through those moments. I wonder, because with, with social media, because I, I struggle with this, mm-hmm. I never, even though they say, you got to be real, you got to show the real, you got to. You can. And then, but there's so much that I don't show. And I just feel like my Instagram is for business. Mm-hmm. And there's just like this whole other side of me that I'm like, mm, I'm not sure if I want to show that. Not because I feel like anyone would would judge you or not like me. it. It's just like I don't. You don't feel, feel comfortable. Yeah, like you know, I don't want to expose it. Yeah, because you could be real. I mean, I I try to be as transparent as I can be, you mm-hmm. know, on my on my social media, mm-hmm. and I do post a lot of things that someone else would be like, oh, you're probably posting too much. But no, I, I love I, that you post to like. I feel like I am my number one marketing tool in my business. And I feel like a lot of people support my brand mm-hmm. because of me, because yes. of Luna. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, I have to show them that behind Gabriela Luna, there is a regular girl, wakes up every day, goes to work, figures it out, whether she doesn't know how to do it, but she's going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. She's still going to live her, live her life. She's, gonna, she's still going to go to that party. She's gonna wake up early the next day and go to work. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna be there for my family. It's just like that's what I want to show. I don't think me getting myself on a camera and crying is gonna help. <laughs> no. What do you feel about love and showing that? Um, love. I don't listen. Just so you know, I don't show my right. love life. Yeah. I'm in a whole relationship. I have a friend that she's that like, I'm not. I'm never showing my men. I, Maybe if I... I think I'm that friend. Never. I'm that friend. She'll post his ear. <laughs> One, girl, you won't even see a hair. toe. You won't even see and a I'm toe. And I'm like, girl, do your thing, man. Yeah. Like, para que? La, la gente a veces... I don't know. I, I just feel like... You know what they say? Like, if you... And I don't know. Maybe you can agree or disagree. But when you see someone, like, post, um, like, their love life, and then they go through, like, some breakup, and then they want to be shy about it. And it's like, but you just posted everything. The everything, but the... And now you want to... Hold back on the on the on the like on I want to know what yeah, happened. On the you bad. They post the all the good, but the bad. Yeah. So that's why I feel like I don't post at all. I just want to post, right? Yeah. Because I. I mean, no. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're Keep comfortable posting. with. Yeah. No, I I feel like I I rather I enjoy if I'm dating you. I rather enjoy you, and regardless, my family and my friends are gonna know about you. It's not a secret. Hello, they pulling up to the sala. Yeah, it's not a secret. Like we're gonna <laughs> yeah. bring you around. It's just like, it's just sometimes exp- exposing that part could be can just bring bad energy. 
And I feel like that's why I just keep that part of me private. Yeah. You know, and I've dated. Nobody knows who I date. I'm that girl. <laughs> I, I said to myself, I said, she probably thinks I'm going to ask her who she's, and I'm not. No. It's not my business. It's, I mean, I'm single. In case, no, in case, but... In case you want to slide in the DMs. That says no DMs on the Instagram page. No DMs. <laughs> I'm saying uh, I date, you know, and I'm... I, but it's not anything serious right now. Let me ask you, in terms of your work, with dating and work, because this has been, like, a struggle for me as well, mm -hmm. I don't have, like, an off button. Mm -mm. I feel like I'm constantly working. So even if I'm in, at a restaurant with my man... It's like, yo, put the phone down. Oh, yeah, I have a problem with my phone. And then I'm the girl that's like, like posting the food. He's like, do you need to post the food? So Instagram now I have a eats rule. first. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, now if I know I'm going to post something on mm -hmm. social media, I won't even go with him. I'll go with someone else because I'm like, he hates that I'm he like. He hates the posting. Yeah, he hates it. Um, I've, the, I've dated. Like, what's that balance like for you, that work, personal? You have to turn it off. There has yeah. to be a certain time where I don't answer phone calls. I am no work related, you know. But I did date this one person who said to me, all you, all you, you always have time for your friends and for your job. Damn. What did that, like, how, how did that make you feel? Um, I don't, it made me feel like uh, I wasn't being, there was no support. But mm. it also made me feel like, hey, are you, is it true? Are you only dedicating time to your job and to your friends? I mean, I always got time for my friends. Yeah, hello. But I feel like that also wasn't the person for me. Mm -hmm. So when the right person comes, you'll make time. He wasn't a Satch. No, he's not a Satch. <laughs> you got to date your match, girl. I know. You got to date your match. Yeah, I know, for sure. Um, really quick, going back into fashion, who would we be most surprised to find out that you worked with? Like, that we probably are not privy to. Who, who would we be most surprised? So, what do you mean? Like someone that I'm working with? Someone that you're working with or have worked with that maybe we don't know just yet or maybe it kind of um, passed us by. I don't know. Can't tell you right like, I feel like if you made a corset for, like, Madonna or something. Uh, someone that I would be surprised. Um, that we would that be. That you guys would be surprised. That we of. would be surprised. Mm. I can't think of anyone. No? No. Okay, that's fair. I feel like um, it's always going to be, like, wow, you know, when, yeah. when I do work with uh, a client. I do have... Uh, People that I'm, you know, that I say, you know, one day I'm going to put that course. For example, Tokisha, I said it a year ago, I'm going to work with her. You have like this energy to you. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> you have like this, it definitely, definitely the word is manifestation, but you have something else. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to feel it out. I'm not too sure what it is just yet, but there's something that's like, uh, let me think. Goal driven for sure. Mm -hmm. Tell me if I'm right about any of these things. Go, go you, driven. You go first. <laughs> um, I feel like you have this energy of, if I want it, I'm going to get it type mm -hmm. of energy. Um, and then I almost feel like 
you're not worried about the future, but you're looking into the future for whatever the next step is for you. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Am yeah, I wrong? Right. I'm like, am I right? Am I wrong? Um, like, I've, would you, would your younger self have imagined all of this? No. Really? Mm -mm, because um, there was a point that I didn't, I, growing up with all the tools, right, like, my, my mom, who's being a seamstress, I didn't know, I wasn't sure when I graduated high school, fashion school, that this is what I, you know, like, I, I knew and I learned, but I was like, I didn't think that I, myself, remember, I have no, it was no guidance of, like, how to run the business. I didn't think I was going to take it this far or that I was going to work with the people that I've worked. Because I, it, it looked, it, it, it was so far, you know, like, it wasn't hands reach, so so it's, mm -hmm. but um, every day I wake up and it's just like, okay, I'm gonna figure it out. We gotta figure this out. I gotta make sure that the work gets done. Again, I'm living in the moment, mm -hmm. you know, and that's that's why when you ask me who would you guys would be surprised with, and it's like I don't know because it's I don't know who I'm gonna work with next. It's it's coming, it's it's gonna come, and I have. Remember, I said this today. Today is August fourth. Yeah. I'm going to work with Bad Bunny one day. And I'm going to cut this clip up when you do work with him. <laughs> I'm going to work with him. Yeah, I am. One day. Why? And that's going to be what, more what so. What is it about Bad Bunny that does it for you that you feel oh, like? It's I his really... music and, yeah. and also like his aura. I feel like he has such a great aura. I don't even know him. And I'm here saying I think he has. Um, I also, Bad Bunny reminds me of, of my best friend that passed. So we had this thing where like we, it, it was our moment, you know, yeah. to sing his songs and, or when a new song came out, like, oh, did you, did you, you heard that song? Yeah. And then I would call him and he'll like know the whole song already. And I'm like, how the hell did you learn the lyrics? Yeah. So I feel like Bad Bunny just reminds me of Victor. And I love that. Yeah. It makes me feel like I'm close to him. And again, like, I just love all the work that Bad Bunny has put into his career, you know, like coming from how he, how he started, you know? I love his songs. He's dope. He, yeah, he's fine. I love him. Yeah. How do you, how, how do you deal with grief? It's because in this conversation, mm -hmm. you have brought it up. And I know it's one of the most difficult things. And one of the things that I've spoken of in my last interview, or in past, excuse me, in past mm -hmm. interviews, was grieving someone that was still alive. Now, I don't know if that makes sense to you, but it's almost like my dad, right? Growing up, my dad wasn't around. Mm -hmm. So I grieved the loss of my father, even though he's still living. He's still living. But he wasn't in my life. So growing up without a dad, mm -hmm. well, I grew up with a stepfather for sure. So I had a father figure, but your biological father, mm -hmm like what that did to me as, as a as a young woman as a little girl and now an adult um it, it was it was tough it was tough so i wonder like how and there's no right or wrong answer right mm -hmm. but like how do you deal with grief and grieving someone i um i write i make notes on my phone of conversations that I would have had, you know, like, or like mm. when I'm at the moment, like if I'm breaking down, um, I don't need, like, 
it's so because it, it's it's so hard because grief it, it just comes in waves yeah so you don't know how you're gonna feel at the moment you know it'll be a, a moment where i'm i'm remembering a, a situation between victor and i and i and i start laughing but then I'll, it'll be other days that i start crying and i just like want to be like in my bed crying all yeah. day you know I don't, it's, it's so hard. It, it, it the, the hardest part is knowing that you're not gonna speak to them ever again. That's the part that kind of makes me upset. Like yeah. not being able to speak. So I'll go on my phone and listen to all the voice notes, look at the videos. It kind of gives you that, um, it fills in like that, that, that question like, damn, I'm never gonna see that person again. So it, it, it like though that's the way that I grieve. I just and and it's it's self-inflicting, I guess, like pain. Yeah. But to me it's not. Like I just wanna go back and see everything again and hear that voice know again. Because mm -hmm. it'll make me feel better. Yeah. But um yeah, that has been one of my greatest relationships and that I had, you know? Mm -hmm. And I never thought that it would end because he was also the life of the party, you know? And people like that are not supposed to die, you know? Yeah. They're not supposed, they're meant to like continue to be that for everyone. He was the magnet. He was the one that made, united everyone. He had friends, all types of friends. I don't know how the hell he got along with everybody. <laughs> he got along with the geek, with the everyone, like the drug dealer, the, the cool, the popular, everyone loved this man. Mm -hmm. and, and it was like, it's not supposed to happen. How, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I I anywhere I go I talk about him because I loved him so much. Yeah, mm -hmm. I also think it's like energy never dies. Mm -mm. You know, so maybe he's not here in the physical form, but the energy. Yeah, but that sucks. <laughs> oh, girl, of course it sucks. That sucks. You it know? sucks. Um, I I met him when I was fifteen, and we were supposed, and he would always tell me, "Gabby, you're getting old. You're gonna be 30. Oh, and I'm like. <laughs> you like sorry <laughs> no you're fine. like you know like i what so when i had my big 30th birthday party i uh -huh. did a whole 60s theme you know i had all oh, my yeah, friends dressed really nice so i it, it that day i wasn't okay because it was like we were talking about my 30th birthday for so you know long. for so long like i met you when you were 15. mira tu ya creciendo una vieja yeah. <laughs> and he would tell me that so that was that day was i wasn't okay at, at dinner you know i broke down crying and it was like i wish you were here but and it happens i'll go out and sometimes you feel guilty i don't know if that happens to you like it does when you're having too much fun and it's like you feel oh, like I shouldn't, right like I shouldn't damn but he wouldn't have wanted any other way you know did you often uh discuss your dreams with him and things that you want to he see. He used to tell me, I'm going to see you at the red carpet one day. Did. Or you're going to, he would have had a flip if he would have seen me doing, oh, he loved Raul Alejandro. Yeah. He loved, Raul Alejandro and Bad Bunny were his favorite artists. And so I know he would have been like, look at you. Oh. Me celebraba. Like he'll post me, he'll be like, she's so fly. I love oh. her. Yeah. So he would have definitely been, he would have been like, you see, I told you, you were going to do it. So, yeah. What what drives you these days? What do you get up for? What is your purpose, you feel? Um, I just want to make sure that my parents are okay. 
and I that's what makes me keep going. Like I want to make sure that they, that eventually down the line I can fulfill, like take fully take care of them to the max. I wanna I wanna make sure that my brand gets somewhere where down the line it's like, look, mom, this is what I all the work that we put in. She's the reason why I I wake up, I put in the work, I learn. You never stop learning. You never ever stop learning in any industry that you're in. Every day you need to learn a new technique and it's her. Like she's she's my purpose. Them. Yeah. But I want to do it, you know, her, I feel like our parents come to this country and they are one, the language barrier. Mm -hmm. Two, right away they feel like they're, they, to them it's like, I, we need a job and the job is gonna pay the bills. But they don't dream further down more than, you know, than just having a, a job. To yeah. them, that's, that's, that's the American dream. The American Coming dream. here, having a good job, being able to pay the bills. And I felt like a lot of people put fear in her head. She also had four kids that she had to take care of in DR. Mm -hmm. And she didn't have time to think about dreams. What are dreams? I got to take care of my kids and I have a husband in DR, you know? Mm -hmm. So the dreams that she probably m might have thought of, you know, like when she's in bed, they, they, she couldn't fulfill them. You know, she once wanted to open up a store and someone near close to her told her, you can't do that. Yeah. You would never be able to bring your kids if you, if you invest and open up a store. What? You know, like, yeah. that doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. So she's my purpose. What is something that you fear? Honestly, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I don't want to get old. <laughs> Girl, me either. I fear I wrinkles. <laughs> I did. I did the the TikTok app where you can see yeah. like your older yeah. self, and I was like, I cried. I was like, Yeah, no. Oh you probably thought God. I was gonna give you some deep shit. No, <laughs> I don't want to get old. I don't want to get old. When I turned thirty, I was freaking out because yeah. I thought that it was. Uh, that's it. But I've never. It's really true what they say. Okay. Once you hit thirty. It's like a new wave of like, you really? don't care. Really? Yeah, like you are- People would tell me once you hit so, 30, you, it's downhill from there. No. That's what I grew up listening to. Oh my God, to I get so many, first of all, my list, I get more, more guys are hitting on me now than when I was in my 20s. I love that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I no, love that and, and And I thought I was like, damn, I'm 30. That's it. Once you say 30, it's like- Oh, she it comes maturity comes with the with the with the number. It's right, like okay, right. she she's grown. Right. I feel like I'm 25 inside. Like I'm a kid still, but yeah. um I don't want to age. I don't fear death. But I don't want to get old. Really? Mm -mm. I fear that. You do? Mm -hmm. Death? Mhm. Mm I fear more being alive and watching all my loved ones go. Mm. I don't want to stay. I don't want to be the last one standing. <laughs> I'd rather go. You know it's so crazy them. like growing up I, so I, to this day, I sleep with my light on. Till this day, <laughs> I do not sleep in the dark at all. And my mother would be so pissed mm -hmm. at me. And she's like, turn the light off, turn the light off. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. I was like, I don't want to see dead people. She's like, dead people. She's like, girl, I'm not scared of no, nobody that's dead. I'm scared of the people that are alive that alive. Can actually do yeah, something yeah, yeah, to yeah. me. And that concept, I was like, yeah, that's true. But Parents, they always say that. You should fear the living. Not but the I was always like, I don't want to see dead people. No, yeah, I don't fear death. Um, I just don't want to get old. But hey, technology, new techniques. are With AI? Yeah. <laughs> no. 
facelift. With facelift? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be that, that old lady. I'm going to be old and fabulous. <laughs> I love that. I always say that, yeah. too. I'm like, listen, if I got to get a facelift. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm for do what the facelift. Do, yeah, to look great because we idolize all these women on all the, you know, famous, beautiful women that are getting work done, mm -hmm. you know? And why can't we, you know? Like, you are, uh, it's, it's just a matter of, like, taking care of yourself and doing things gracefully, you know? Like, uh, keep, Keep your face where yeah. I can recognize you. you know? Absolutely. Right, but, you know, get the work done. It's fine. You got to help out, you know, your age with time. You got to help it out a little bit. Yeah. So. What's your views on um, Latinos in the fashion industry and the space that we take up? I don't feel like there's a lot of us, to be honest. But... No. Um, I feel like the reason why is because it. I feel like it's the... the work that they put in that is not being recognized, you know? Like they, Wait, what do you... For example, like, um, I feel like a, a Latino designer would be last on the list to be looked at with these A-listers, you know? Right. Right. So it's like, I, and also who they cater to the demographics, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but I also feel like because of social media and the platform now is that we're starting to have our own voice and now mm -hmm. is that the, the work is you know before it wasn't i mean one of the greatest oscar de, uh, um oscar de la rana mm -hmm. you know carolina herrera yeah pero tuvieron que sabe es mucho que tuvieron que trabajar mm -hmm. so that they can get that recognition like any other um you know fashion house you know so that's what i think it is it's just like now with social media is that we're finally, our voice is being heard, you know? And we're going to, it's only gonna get better. Who would you wanna collab with, fashion designer-wise? Is that even a thing? Do designers collab with other designers? Mm. Or is that like frowned upon? Um, there could be a collaboration. It's yeah. more of like creative, uh, creative designers, you know, that mm -hmm. jump into a, a fashion house and, and collab. Who would I wanna collab with? I mean, while you're manifesting at this point. I know. <laughs> um, damn. Gotta be someone. I know. I know there's someone. There is. These questions are a little tricky. <laughs> They're not. And she was so nervous. Um, damn. I don't want to say something just to say it. And then it's like, that's the one I should have done. Um... There was one person that I loved when he, uh, and it's not a, a, a known brand, but when he won Project Runway, I was like obsessed. Mm -hmm. And it was Michael Costello. Mm -hmm. I love everything that he created and creates. That's someone that I would have wanted to collab with then. But yeah, no, I can't think of one right now. Okay, I mean, you just mm -hmm. had one, so that's good. Yeah. Fashion trends, let's talk about them. What fashion trends do you want to see go bye-bye? No more. Uh, <laughs> no more. Okay, can we get this, the, the dresses with the, with the body printed? Oh, is that what you, yeah, you don't no, like them? I don't like that. Really? No. <laughs> it gotta go. Okay. Yeah, no, it gotta go. It, it's just like, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. 
No. What about fashion trends that are on the come up that we're going to see more of? Um, so metallics are back. Yo, I mean, Beyonce bought it back. Yeah, no, she Beyonce wow. bought it back. Beyonce has this thing where she ugh, she'll go MIA, but when she comes back, she gives everything. Yeah. I mean, she's such a great performer, but she's 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 another fairy godmother. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, she really in, is. in in this world. But um metallics are in. Um uh we're getting a lot of denim. Denim is really mm -hmm. Denim, I see denim everything. Yeah, yeah. So that's something that's coming back. Um, Which, by the way, a lot of the I loved when you did uh, Lolitas. Lolitas. Oh my god! Yeah. So she brought me the inspo, and we put <gasps> it together. Yeah, no, you she killed. killed it. Yeah, no. So like another, that. And that's another another. You see, like working with other entrepreneurs, you know, being able to um, create, you know, and be part of whatever it is that they're they're working on and I'm part of that moment yeah I love working you know like I love the people that are like I said you know if in better term like the regular clientele that's every day coming in to support yeah those are my favorite my favorite people mm -hmm. what do you want to be remembered for mm. it's like I go high and low I give you a question that's fun and then I'm like <laughs> Yeah, what do you want to be remembered for? Miss Luna. Uh, I want to be remembered for how much I, how much I love. I love so hard. And I want people to remember that, like my energy. I don't know. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I just, I, 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 I love. I, I live my life so full, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want. I want people to know that it's okay. You can do it all. You can do both. You can work, but you can still live your life to the max. Yeah. And I, and I love enjoying my time. This is that's why they say, hey, you. My, I had um a friend tell me. You're not, you're not going to get married because you always want to be like, you know, oh. like living your best life with all the people that you love. I want to put everybody in a little pot, <laughs> like just mix everybody together. Like like, gotcha, I like... love everybody. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, no, I want to be remembered for that, like how, how I lived my life to the fullest. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you always celebrate people. Like you're really oh, good yeah. on like celebrating I your love friends. Birthdays. And yeah. I love me a good birthday. I love it. I love it. Mm hmm I love celebrating birthdays. Yeah. I, I, if you don't celebrate my birthday. It's over. Is it? No. Yeah. No, but I've, I've grown. I'm growing up on that one because, you know, as we get older, things get in the way and, you know, life gets in the way. So um, as long as you're, you know, I know you're there for me. You know, if you missed a birthday, I'll let you slide. One slide. Okay. One slide. <laughs> After yeah, that one is slide. over. Are you ready for the questions, questions? Because we was on the phone and she was like, tell me your Latina without telling me your Latina. <laughs> oh, my God. She was like, I know your questions already. Yeah, I know. I, girl, I watch <laughs> all the all the interviews. I love your page. So on our way here, I'm like, oh, my God, she's going to ask me that question. Yeah. I can't think of one. Because at the Let's moment of when you're being asked, it's like it all blanks out. You yeah. know, like you can't think of something. But tell me your Latina me. <laughs> without telling me your Latina. <laughs> Let's go. 
Um, not being on time. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> not being on time. Extra. Being extra, so extra. extra. All I want to be in life is extra. Yeah, no, I know. That's, that's all that's I want to be in life. Um, we don't know how to whisper either, too. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. What's your favorite food? Favorite Ooh. Spanish food? My favorite Spanish food. I love Mexican food. Me too. Tacos. I can eat tacos every day. Me too. Me too. Oh, I love me some tacos. What's love. one thing you need in the morning? Oh, my God. You ready? I'm ready. I need to have lemonade. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's random. I know. I love lemonade. Lemonade in and ginger. In the morning? Yeah. And ginger ale. I love ginger. Those are my favorite drinks. Yeah. Okay. What's the last movie that made you uh, cry with laughter? Like, it was so funny that you cried. I think the last movie I watched. Hmm. I'm trying to think of all the movies that I've watched. Like the last, the, all, the last movie I watched was Barbie. Barbie didn't make me cry, like laugh, cry. You know. Um, no, I can't tell you the movie that makes me cry every day. Which every one? time I watch, don't send me the Notebook. <laughs> Is it the Notebook? Is it the Notebook? Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> I cry all the time. Yo, I literally I watched that movie twice and I would never watch it again. I'm like, I can't watch it because it always makes me cry. Yeah, no, I cry all the time. Yeah, I'm never when watching. they lay on the bed, the, girl. And please don't take I, me back. I love that. Don't take me back. Yeah, but I can't think because I'm more of a show person. Like I love watching Netflix shows. Okay. Um, and I just recently finished. Uh, I watched like Hijack. Nice. You should watch that. Okay. Right now I'm on Insecure. That's like. Because now they mm. bought it to Netflix and so mm. I'm watching I like Secure. that, yeah. Don't and then it. I watch, um, oh my God, it's sick. It's sick. Um, my God, it's on Amazon Prime. It's uh, the, the Wonderful Life or the Life of Dolores Roach. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Ooh. Sick. I got one. What? Going back to your question. Uh, Firefly Lane. On never, Netflix, never seen it. About two friends, mm -hmm. and it the show just you know shows their their friendship throughout three uh, three decades uh, when they were young in high school as adults, fulfill you know trying to fulfill their careers and then till the end. That show made me cry, laugh. Oh my wow. god, I cried so much. So mm -hmm. that's the show, Firefly Lane. You have to watch it. I'm gonna watch it. It's beautiful. Like I was calling my friends, like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it and text you like I'm watching it. Yeah, anymore. no, it's 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 good shit. Like I love it. Um, what does it mean to you to be Latina? Power. I feel so powerful. I love it. They it's love us. Yeah, they do. They love us. They I do. love it. I I feel I'm so proud to be Latina, and and to say like you know where are you from? I'm mm -hmm. Dominican. You know like I. I love our, our, our culture. What part of DR, by the way? Um, I'm from, a, my parents are from a very small town called Esperanza Mau. Mm -hmm. It's what you call La Linea. Mm -hmm. um, it's up on the north. So it's after Santiago. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Like, being Latina means power, fearless. Yeah, I love it. Okay. And last one. Finish this sentence. Growing up Latina is? Unique. Ooh. 
All right. Cheers to you. You made it. First made it podcast through. interview. You did amazing, by the way. Oh, thank you. You're you not nervous amazing. anymore? No, because you made me feel <laughs> much better. I was freaking out, but no, you are, you also have this um, aura, like you you really pay attention and you are listening to what the person's telling you, you know, like thank you. it was very much like you, we were having a conversation in, in La Sala. Yeah, I loved it. Thank I you so much you. for having me. Gabriela Luna. <laughs> Shout out your Instagram where people can find you. Uh, my business page is Gabriela Luna mm -hmm. underscore. Um, you can email us. You can send us a DM. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's where you can reach us for any inquiries. Yeah. Thank you so much for Thank coming Thank you for on having me so much. Love you so much. <laughs> Bye.